Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Great to uh, be with you today. It's, uh, it's a little... It's a little humid out this morning after uh, the rain last night. Yeah, a little bit. It's amazing how that coincides with each other, rain falling and being humid. Well, so, sometimes it's a cold rain, and it and it kind of felt like it was a little bit of a cold rain Humid has nothing night. to do with warmth. I mean, it, there's a factor in it, but it's the <laughs> rain, that the water that makes it humid. That's actually what humidity measures, is I'm, the water in the air. I'm no meteorologist. I'm just, every once in a while, I just find that sometimes it, it felt like it was a cold rain last night when I, when I went outside last night. Um, Red Raider Two Guns has this communique for you, Jeff. I feel like this is going to be a back and forth. For you, Jeff, this football team is going to win out, including the bowl game. Is that likely? No, but that's what I believe. Okay. Um... He also said this, yeah, I'd rather be delusional or not, and I'll be at two docks Thursday. Okay. Wouldn't that be something if Red Raider Two Guns won the $10,000? That would be something. Yeah. Be something good for him. Yeah, for, uh, from uh, Double T97.3 in the home zone. Maybe, maybe if, Red, if Red Raider Two Guns uh, wins it, we'll have to get a, a picture of him and Jeff together, both, both smiling. Okay. Would that be? Would you? Would you I'm be? not against Red Raider Two Guns. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. No. Th- this is not a. This, this is not a thing. Mm-hmm. He has just, from time to time, maybe not about this year's football team, but about many others, been a glass half empty guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan in Dallas uh, writes in. He says, "I'm a Texan. Texas is the world." So as far as I'm concerned, we've won the World Series. Anything else is gravy on the chicken fried steak. <laughs> no, no, not not quite yet, Dan and Dallas. I mean, I think they I think they want the whole chicken fry. It comes with uh, it comes with French fries, and I always like to get with my chicken fried steak. I always like to get a little a side bowl of gravy with it. I, I think you'd be really excited to at the end of the year say, "Hey, we were the American League champions mm-hmm. and we play in the World Series." But I think it's a completely different. Uh, different deal of winning a world series especially when it would be your first yes so yes yeah i I think the excitement level is awesome now and Mm -hmm. i think it was awesome to go through the astros who are the champs and the team that has tormented you over Mm -hmm. the years they've owned the american league west and technically they still did um winning the division this year again but um man it's that's great. Those are all awesome, but to to win the World Series would be a different deal. I wonder if they uh, wonder if they went ahead and packed up the silver boot and gave that to the Rangers as well. Said, hey, you know, we know we won the regular year, but you guys really deserve the silver boot too. Load that up on the plane last night. Uh, I don't know. I have an answer for that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Trevor says this. Been going to Ranger games since I was a kid. Got to go to the 2011 World Series. Now taking my three boys there. F- to their first World Series on Friday night. Would love to see a championship. Yeah, I'd love to see that for you. Um, we get this. I don't know if she's up this early, but here you go. Uh, good morning, Chuck and Jamie. Could you please wish my daughter, Paige Crowder, a very happy 
12th birthday from her dad yeah happy birthday page yeah that's awesome happy birthday hope you have a great hope you have a great year and uh and then next year you'll be a teenager so i hope that year's great too be nice to be nice to your dad okay um thoughts comments uh continue to roll in on the yates flooring center chat line uh I thought this was really cool last night, and uh, I, the self awareness that he had for this. I just thought, I thought, I thought, I just thought it was really cool, and I'll just I'll share this with you, and then you can tell me what you think. So Marcus Simeon was on uh, the desk last night being interviewed. He had two, I believe he has four children. One that was just born um, right before the American League Championship Series, so the infant wasn't there, but. He had two of his young boys there. One was on Big Poppy's lap. One's on his lap. And they're, they're talking to him and um, talking to him about, obviously, the game and winning the American League championship and the team and coming back and all those things. And all of a sudden, Kevin Burkhardt, who's the host, and he's also the NFL on Fox a football play-by-play guy. He's very good, very good broadcaster. He, he stops him and he said, hey, hey, Marcus, they're, they're getting ready to take the team picture. And that's that's way more important for you to be in that. That's cool. Than than to sit here and talk to us. Yeah, that was cool. So that was that was, that was great by Kevin. So he um he let him just get up and just said go 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 did, get in the team picture. Did Jeter ask him why he wears number two? No, <laughs> it's because no. of Jeter. That would have been funny. <laughs> okay, no, he 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 did not. Uh, and you know, and all the that probably probably would have been a pretty cool thing for Simeon to respond. I'll yeah. say that for the World Series. Yeah. They've got. They've, they still have. Maybe I'll have another conversation. Hey, Marcus, could you tell us why you were number two? This guy down here on the end. It's kind of my guy here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's really cool. So anyway, I thought that was, I thought that was really neat. And then his teammates uh, loved it, and they were. And then he got on the the front row with his kids on the grass and slid in there, and they they took the picture, and that was the that was the last of him. Yeah, that's that's awesome by Burkhart. So. Um, do you think Abreu hit Garvey on purpose? How about the Chapman? Uh, how about Chapman with the 104 mile fastball to the hammy? No, I do not. Man, that looked painful. It did look painful, mm. especially. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I think 50 miles an hour to that area would be painful. Yeah, I 1,000 percent think Abreu did it on purpose. Last night. No, um, the one that he hit Garcia with. Oh, he meant Garcia. Oh, okay. Well, Garvey. There's yeah, Garcia. I, I, who's who's Garvey? I don't know. I was just reading the. I was just reading the text. Sorry. Um, there isn't. Yeah. So yeah, Garcia. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of somebody else. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was Friday night. Yeah, Friday night. Yeah. He, Wait, I was thinking about last night. And and I 100 percent think he deserved it too. <laughs> yeah. No, I I. I, I think I think you're right. Um, and notice, I was thinking of noticed, Garver. I was thinking of Garver. Didn't Garver get hit last night too? The designated hitter, Mitch Garver. I don't know. I didn't. I may have missed that. Okay. I missed part of the game. Uh, I and I. You noticed? Yeah, that, Garver and he had Garver in the ribs. That's right. Okay. Well, you noticed that he did. Uh, he Garcia. Changed his little home run trot. Absolutely, he did. Yeah, a- absolutely, he did. Yeah, a- absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and uh, you know, I think that uh, he he got what he deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And probably if he'd have just if he'd have just wore it and just ran down the first base, nothing else would have happened. Well, yeah, I'm, I don't Garcia. Yeah, I, I I am not bothered by the harumping, as you like to say afterwards. Mm-hmm. I'm not bothered by that. I mean, you, you want to be mad about it, be mad about it, but you deserved it. Yeah, you got what you had coming to you. Yeah. But uh, I didn't. I don't have a problem when a guy gets mad about it. Yeah. To know that a guy can throw the ball that hard and he's aiming for you, that probably would get me pretty fired up, angry too. Mm-hmm. And that's when you say to yourself, "I don't want to be thrown at anymore. Maybe I should respect the opponent a little bit more." Sure, sure, sure. Um, and the one to Garber in the ribs last—it looked painful too. Yeah. Um, and they had him on a uh, Jared Sandler. I interviewed him in the locker room last night after the game, and I was listening here on Double T ninety seven three. And he asked him about. It. He's like, "I'm I'm fine right now." Yeah, but it didn't hurt at all. That's right. I'm I'm, not. I'm, I'm fine right now. They checked him because I mean it looked like it. I mean it's in that area. I mean it was it was flush on the ribs, um, and uh, again just like the other one with the uh, the, the uh, Chapman um, in the back of the knee to that guy, man alive to. Uh, um, yeah, with with uh, Altuve, with Chapman, you just wonder if he's just because he has so his control is so bad. <laughs> you kind of wonder if he's aiming or if he's not aiming, just because his control. He's is all bad. over the place, yeah. right? Right. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Morning Drive on Double T 97.3. Not always accurate, not always fair. Just try to be entertaining. Uh, the keyword there was try. Yeah, it's uh, it's part of it, you know, trying to be entertaining. It's part of the goal. It's part of the, yeah. part of the, part of the goal. I, uh, I got a communique yesterday from uh, somebody. This is, I thought this was pretty funny. Um... I didn't have him in my uh, contact file, but he he texted me yesterday, uh, and then he basically was wishing me happy birthday, and he said, hey, if you get a chance, uh, give me a call when you can, and I can give you that gift I have for Jamie. <laughs> so I'm really curious what he asked for you. Okay. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe he's got something. Maybe he's got something really cool for you. I don't know if he's got a baseball card or... I don't know, man. Sign or a baseball. I'll try to. I'll try to track that down for you. See if it's. If it, see, I just thought it was kind of. I just thought it was kind of funny. That I get a gift for your birthday. <laughs> that you got. That he. I, I gotta go. I've gotta go pick it up for you, and and um and bring it in. But that's it's okay. It's all good. I just thought it was kind of funny. My father-in-law used to get so frustrated with my mother-in-law when my kids were little, and it would be the birthday for one of them. Mm-hmm. And the other one would get a small gift too, and he just was like, "That's just wrong. There's no need for that." My father-in-law is pretty tight with his money, and he's like, "There's, there's just no need. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one's birthday; it's not the others, right? You know, but one would get three or four gifts, or two or three. I don't know. Sure, whatever, whatever the number is, right? Yeah. And then one would just get a little one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not saying I disagree with him. I just, you know, that's grammar grandma stuff yeah but um he if used to frustrate him so that's kind of the situation we got here you had a birthday so i get a gift (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe it's Chuck survived another year. I did survive, yeah. So right. that means Jamie gets a gift because he didn't kill him. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. probably that too. My children are actually six months to the day apart in their birthdays, so mm -hmm. um, they would always say, "Well, it's my half birthday." <laughs> it's my half birthday. Um, I heard the, the lucky lady shared a phrase for me that uh, one of the, I guess our niece's uh, son had, and he's. I'm, I think he's a teenager, but just right there. I mean, he's like, he's like right there. Maybe, maybe in his mid-teens. Um, the new phrase apparently at his school is, "That's not my truth." I didn't know if you'd heard that one before. No, never heard that one. So, maybe you could throw that one back. That's at, not my truth. That's not my truth. Does that mean I disagree, or that's? I don't know. That's not my. That's so not my truth. I guess to dispute something, like somebody maybe accuses you of something. That's so not my truth. That's not my truth. Maybe throw that back at the, throw that back at one of yours and see if, see what kind of head twitch you get from that. Okay. Yeah, you know the sus thing is, you know, prevalent in your head, right? I mean, it's not said a lot, but enough to me. Yeah. Enough that we make fun of her for yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, this from last night uh, with regard to uh, Adolis Garcia. He uh, turned a double into a single uh, by just standing at the plate looking at a ball. It was uh, off the left field wall. And yeah, it looked like it was going out, but he stood there so long that he could not advance to second. There, was, there would be a question whether he could have, but if he had been running from the get-go, probably would have made it. The way that the ball bounced off the wall and the outfielder got it and got it back in pretty quick. Mm -hmm. It might have, might have been a close play, but then he had to steal second so that he could kind of atone for his. You see that kind of thing happen all the time where guys get thrown out trying to stretch it into a double when mm -hmm. he didn't run in the first place. Yeah, but he yeah he he did not he did not run in the in the in the first place. Uh, Bullfighter, this says this. Thank you, Jeff, for keeping us all positive going into that game last night. They put the game on the TV right by my bowling league last night. It was super hard to concentrate, but I bowled better than my average last night. Nice. Well, good for you, bullfighter. There Who knew go. that the bullfighter... Uh, Bowl meant B-O-W-L yeah, fighter. Yeah, bullfighter. Not yeah. B-U-L-L. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, this, that sounds like my wife still does it with the six grandchildren. Yeah. Grandkids. Mm -hmm. uh, night and day difference between Rangers and Astros. Rangers... Uh, I really don't understand that. Rangers gave us disappointed Red Raiders hope. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Clarity you. and determination. They could get it done. Thank you. Thank you for kind of translating. I was reading that. And I was like, okay, it's not computing in my brain. But <clears throat> anyway, thank you for translating that for me yeah. or connecting connecting the little. I think he was just off on one letter there. <laughs> Red Raiders instead of Res yeah. Raiders. Yeah, right. Well, I got that part. I was just oh, trying to. Okay. I was just trying to. <laughs> I, was I, was just, I was just trying to understand. I was just trying to understand it. And I was just trying to <laughs> to understand it. The uh, the other thing that was just wild last night in, in the post game uh, celebration, when they set up the stage and you know handed the trophy to to the Rangers and whatnot, um, but you know they actually had Ray Davis, the managing partner of the Rangers, out there, and it's just like. Man, this guy is complete oppo of uh, Jerry Jones because one and Mark Cuban and Mark Cuban. Yeah, 
I mean, I'd never. I don't think I'd ever seen him before. I think you could, you could, you could put him on a park bench over here at the tornado memorial, and you'd be like, "Can I help you, sir?" Yeah. <laughs> Just because. Well, Do you go over there often and help those folks? No, I, I, I drive by and I kind of wonder sometimes if they need if they need some help. Um, oh, I think they do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, and just, I mean, just listening to him, he, he just said, uh, they asked him, is there anything you'd like to say to the, to the Ranger fans that are here? And he's just like, I'm just really happy. You, really, thank you for your support and thank you for being here. And that was, that was it. There was no, there was no, I did this or I, you know, I made sure we got Bruce Bochy or I, I, I got on the plane and convinced Max Scherzer to come back with, I mean, there was, there was nothing, just a humble old man. There was this tie on and accepted the trophy and with a lot of grace and humility and just looked like he was proud of his boys. And now has done it for the third time since 2010 and how many times have the Cowboys and Mavericks done that since then? Once? Yeah. With the Mavericks? Hmm. But just to hear Okay, him. We'll, we'll slow down there, little little doggy. <laughs> okay, those other two franchises have titles. Okay? The Rangers don't. Sure. So but you slow, how you down there a little, t- slow down there a little bit. <laughs> you know how you get- the, we'll just start at 2010 and ignore what happened before that. You, you know how you win a title, though? You get to the championship game, and neither one of those teams have done it since then either. Well, they, they got four more to win. Yeah. yeah, slow down there. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. So uh, Bruce Bochy has a chance to do something very few have done, win a fourth World Series. Goodness gracious. <laughs> pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. He's taking his third team uh, to a World Series. I don't think anybody's done that. He's the first. Yeah. Padres and then the Giants and now uh, now the Rangers. So Ironic yeah. that one of the teams that he took beat the team he's currently coaching. Right. Or managing, I should say. Right. Right. No, that's it's, it's I crazy. I wonder how many times that's happened. Yeah. Um, Madison Bumgarner, by the way, apparently texted Bruce Bochy uh, before Game 7 and said he was available. I was going to say, <laughs> that dude could go, man, in the postseason. Just give him the ball. and mm-hmm. I'd give him a flyer. Grab your nachos and popcorn. Right, right, and just, just, uh, just, just let him go. Uh-huh. Uh, there's some uh, reports out there that Dusty Baker's going to step down and uh, retire as uh, manager of the Houston Astros. He's 74. Uh, I will respect him if he makes that decision. I will miss him in baseball if he does. And and part of that report was that he still wanted to be involved in the front office in some manner. But um, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what uh, what would what would happen there? Uh, several have you have uh, and we've talked about this just a little bit. So we're not necessarily going to break it down, but because um, I want to, if we, if we do that, I want to make sure I got all my facts straight i know that might be a that might be a first but you know want to get one very, very unmorning drive of us getting all of our <laughs> yeah. facts straight right. right uh but uh, a number of you have said congratulations to our undefeated big 12 soccer championship team yeah but that's a no they are undefeated yeah they, they have not lost this year right i bet that's a happy ride home uh today uh from Ames unless they unless they came in last night but uh so now they uh they move on to the big 12 uh championships and 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 then the ncaa so there's there's a, a lot left to accomplish but that's a tremendous accomplishment for 
Coach uh, Tom Stone and his group. Yeah, first one ever. So right, that's that's really cool. And I mean, the conference is loaded too. So it wasn't like it was a year where oh the conference is way down or anything like that. No, the conference is really good. We're just better than everybody else. So um, last week they got a number five overall ranking by the 2023 NCAA Tournament Selection Committee. It's um, the highest ranking in program history. And then uh, last night, they get a uh, 40th-minute goal from junior Ashley Williams, and they won the uh, they won the battle in Ames. It just goes to show you how hard it is to win championships, even when you're playing a team that doesn't have the record that you do. One to nothing was the final last night. So I mean, it just it just goes to show you how difficult it is to win and and win on the road and and win when you know the other team is trying to be a spoiler. And it felt like there were a lot of close ones, no doubt. Yeah, I mean they've had a number number of ties. Found you know? a way to get it done a mm-hmm. bunch. And uh, I would, I wonder if uh, you know Tom Stone kind of s- s- held something back with his uh, his pregame speech, or if he just uh, he uh, he gave it gave it everything last night because he's probably got a pretty full bucket. Why would he hold something back? Well, just because you've got the Big Twelve Championships coming up and the NCAA's coming up. I mean, he's you know. Yeah, you don't think he's got more in the tank? And, no, I think he's got a lot in the tank. Yeah, I think he'll I think be all right. I think he's got a lot in the tank. Uh, here's what uh, he said last night. He said, this moment means a lot. It's been a long journey back from 2019 and 20 when I felt like we had the best team in the league. Then the pandemic got in the way. We've been building for this moment since then, getting healthy and training hard. It's been really awesome to see these girls get rewarded for the commitment and professionalism. I've never had a team train harder and the growth mindset is first class. They all want to get better and have supported each other the entire way. To come to Ames and have to beat a team that was trying to get in the Big 12 tournament, we knew that we'd get a good game from them, which we did. But for Ashley, Alex Kerr, and Elise to combine on the winning goal and get out of here with a one nothing win seemed fitting. We're proud of this group for getting the Big 12 championship trophy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It should be. Absolutely. So, congrats to him and, uh, and his team and a lot of a lot of meat on the old bone left on there. Yeah, with the NCAA postseason mm-hmm. coming up. Well, first the Big Twelve tournament, but NCAA postseason—that's that's what it's—that's the real big prize that's out there in front of you. And when you're the a top five team in the country, mm-hmm. you have to go into that feeling like realistic expectations are that you can compete for a championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know. I know you have a question for me and Jeff at seven twenty-five. I have a question for you. With regard to the to the football team, of course, it's a bye week. They don't play until a week from Thursday. They'll kick it off against TCU. We'll have optimum game day life coverage all day long. Why you got to bring us down? We've been talking about the Rangers going to the World Series. We've been talking about an undefeated soccer team. You got to bring that up. Well, I mean, it's a pretty big damn deal. I mean, to talk about the Texas Tech football team. I mean, you know, they're still they're, they're still going to give it their all. Try to figure out you know way to. To win four more games, there's still an opportunity. My question for you, Jamie, <laughs> is do we do we know our identity yet? Are we still searching for it? Oh. <laughs> I think we've known it for quite a while. Just we don't always do it. I mean, who if if you ask a thousand people on the street corner up mm-hmm. here? They would all say it's running the football with Tosh Brooks. Right. Right. Yeah. So we know the identity. Okay. Just do we choose to use it all the time? 
And, and, and will we? I mean, because uh, Baron Morton. Parent, and well, you're co- asking the wrong person if you're asking me. Okay. Will we? Will we? I don't care. I would like us to, okay. yes, okay. but only one person or really two people can answer that. Mm-hmm. That's Zach Kitley and Joey McGuire. Yeah. Yeah, but unfortunately, you and I don't get a vote because I think we'd vote the same way. Yeah, I think we would. I yeah. think, think we I, again, I didn't have a issue with the play calling the other night. I yeah, mean, I didn't either. If you'd be a, the dumbest defensive coordinator in the world if you weren't saying, "Hey, we're going to force somebody else besides Taj Brooks to beat us, mm-hmm. and we're going to do everything we can to make them have to use this inexperienced, true freshman quarterback throwing the football." BYU played it right, and it got them the win. I mean, they weren't that impressive. They didn't look like that great of a football team. This is we just kept giving them the ball, you know, and not just the interceptions. That's where the two fumbles. I mean, you take those away. Just, just take away the two fumbles, and you're winning that football game. Probably so. Yeah, because you're getting ready to tie it up, and then you're getting ready. I mean, you're getting ready to score in one, and the other they score. Yeah, on it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just don't fumble the football, even if the inexperienced freshman quarterback has a hard time reading defenses and, you know, throws interceptions. You can't fumble, too. Can't yeah. put it. I mean, there's just no way. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think we've known our identity for a while. <laughs> but do we, do we use it all the time? Yeah. And, again, if you can't prove to them that they can like you can really hurt them in the passing game why would they do anything but make you throw it no no, no doubt I, th- I think it was dickens yesterday that brought this stat up you're you're on pace unless somebody has a big receiving day here in the next you know couple of games to have a receiver that would have the lowest receiving total yards since 1999 so before the Leach era. Before the Leach era, yeah. Yeah, I don't that it, it's a good stat, and I don't think anybody would be surprised. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, that's believable. Oh. Uh, a couple of you. Chuck, Jeff is right. No one gives two blanks about tech football right now. Quit bringing us down. Talk about the Rangers. You know, an hour goes like, well, can we move on from the Rangers? And then the, we get well, that this. That was yesterday. Do this with Jacob. <laughs> Boo, why are you bringing us down, Chuck? I'm, I'm sorry. I was just trying to have... I think we give two blanks. It just hurts right now. It does hurt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, This, I don't think Tom Stone has held anything back, ever held anything back in his life. Dude is intense and calm at the same time. Intense and calm. Yeah, he seems pretty honest and out there every time time I speak to him. Yeah. He's he's not afraid to tell us when we say dumb things. Right, no. Not not at all. (laughs) Not at all. So... The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. All right, gentlemen. We're talking Texas Rangers baseball. Okay. Okay. So I want you to put yourself in the category of being diehard Texas Rangers fans. Okay. Okay. I really have enjoyed this team, and this team has really kind of invigorated my love for baseball. Okay. So I want to ask you the question, which one 
is more satisfying. Beating the hated Yankees to go to your first World Series mm -hmm. or beating your rival that has tormented you for years and quite honestly embarrassed you a few like a month ago at home in a series just made it look easy which one is more enjoyable i i i think this one i think this one is more enjoyable just because of the the back and forth you dominated them for a while in the early uh portion of the 2000s they've dominated you for the last six seven years easy i mean heck even this year they dominated you um the way that this series kind of transpired with the you know and that's some recency bias there with the the garcia and the abreu you know dust up and everything um and then winning at their place and you know winning after you know, really, nobody really would have given you much of a chance back in March to be here in October. They, they may have been the only ones that believed they could be here. So I'm, I'm going to say this one. Okay. When you look back at the first one against the Yankees, it was while the Yankees were a big part of it, there was also the A-Rod being the final out. And a lot of Rangers fans being upset with A-Rod, just in general, for a lot of A-Rod reasons. But you look at this year, and all the things that Chuck just mentioned, and then you factor in the out-of-the-woodwork Astros fans that have been very vocal over the last six years while they have been dominating the Texas Rangers, that that adds to this that you don't get with Yankee fans. Yankees fans can be arrogant, but they're arrogant to everybody, not just the Rangers. In fact, if you were to ask a Yankees fan if the Rangers played baseball, they might not know the answer to that question. While the <laughs> Astros fans are going to know the record that the Astros have over the Rangers over the last six years by heart. Um, this is It's a rivalry in the state. It's a rivalry with the two cities. It's a rivalry with the players. The teams don't like each other. I think the managers do. I don't think I've ever heard either of the two managers say anything negative about the other guy. I think they have mutual respect for each yeah, other. Yeah, I, I, I think that if they could do it all over again, they'd go hang out instead of play a World Series game. Uh, but this one means more because of all of the extra factors that aren't on the field. Okay, so everybody on the chat line is is agreeing with you guys, and, and I, I, I have a hard time disagreeing. I, I just think... When you do it against your rival, it just, okay. And also, we can sit here right now and say, this may lead to a championship, okay? Mm -hmm. Whereas we know that the one in 2011 did not. Um, I don't know, going the first time is really, really cool. Um, for any time you do anything the first time is a no franchise, doubt. right? Mm -hmm. that's, yes. that's really awesome. Um, but man, just beating your rival and and um, and as much as Ranger fans hate Astro fans and the Astros in general, whatever, I get it. Um, but man, it is an impressive run that the Astros are on in seven straight American League Championship Series. I don't think the Astros are going away. I don't now think, oh, the Rangers own the West and they're gonna, 
you know, dominate and the Astros are about to fall off the face of the earth. I don't think that at all. Um, I just, man, to to beat your rival and all that was going on, the the hatred in this series that had started through in the regular season and continued into this postseason, all that. It's just it's just hard to to not um, pick this one. Yeah, just because your rival's involved. Couple. And, and it feels like Big Brother that has just beat you to a pulp, mm-hmm. you know, over the last 10 seasons or so. Uh, a couple of people said, uh, have disagreed with us now. Uh, one says this, definitely the first one in 2010, striking out A-Rod to witness, to win was classic and I was there to witness it. Well, when nice. you're there to witness it, I mean, that, that kind of takes it to a different level. Sure, sure. You know, and, and the first one too, I mean, because you, you have to remember, I mean, Rangers had been there since 72 and hadn't even sniffed really at an American League championship. Um, somebody else says Yankees. Um, this uh, couldn't have happened to a better team and manager. People forget Dusty Baker is a loser who heavily participated in scapegoating Bartman because he didn't want to blame his shortstop for screwing up a routine grounder. <laughs> Chicago <laughs> Cub fan there. Maybe that might be that might be Garrett Luft texting in right there because I mean, that's, uh, that's still, that's still, uh, that's still painful. I mean, there's, and there's, and there's Giants fans out there that would say that Bruce Bochy did what Dusty Baker couldn't do, and that's you know deliver a World Series uh, to the Bay Area on the on the, the San Francisco side, mm-hmm. and you know, and then there's you know Roldis Chapman who's like, hey, I I help the Cubs and I'm helping the Rangers, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and you know, the thing about Bochy is, I mean, he he in his matchups in the playoffs with Dusty Baker, he's won, so. I, I don't know. I, I think if they go on to win the World Series, it won't be a question that that would be this year. Um, and who knows? Maybe third time's the charm for them. You know, uh, is this? You know, and I'm sure there'll be some analysis of the 2010 and 2011 teams. Of is this team better than those teams? It seems like, it seems like this team is certainly all together. Uh, and that those teams were fun teams too. I mean, you had yeah, a lot. They were of, really good. You know, obviously you had you know Hamilton and Mike Napoli and Michael Young, and I mean you had tremendous pitching. You know, and Nadell was pointing out last night the last two times that the Rangers clinched an American League championship, Neftali Feliz was on the mound. Last night it was uh, Leclerc, so he was the one that closed it out. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. More baseball to be played. That's exactly right. And they'll play it on Friday. Game one of the World Series against a opponent to be determined tonight. Good morning. It's the morning drive on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. With Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you from... The first United Bank studio thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double T 973com for that of the mobile app. Visual Edge IT hotline is open too at 806 771 So uh, Bruce Bochy takes his third different team to a uh, World Series. He did it with the Padres and then won three with the San Francisco Giants. Uh, he was quoted a couple of weeks ago saying that uh, coaching at the major league level is uh, easier than coaching t-ball. He said, I was trying 
to help my grandson's t-ball team and what kind of drove me back into this was thinking man coaching kids is hard work i'm going to go back to manage major league baseball i appreciate and respect <laughs> all of you out there that do coach the little ones yeah. i mean i'm not talking like at the high school level i respect those those Absolutely. guys too but <laughs> when they're six and seven i mean man or even good even luck. younger right good luck i Bochi said in, back in June for this article, he said, my wife asked me, what is it about your life that you don't like? You wake up, you fish, you golf, you see the ground grandkids. But deep down she knew it's in my blood. I've been doing this all my life. And boy, are the Rangers glad that he decided to come back, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he said, uh, final thing he said uh, with regard to this, he said, I joke and say it's easier to manage up here than to coach in T-ball because I have a great staff to help me with all the work. The players, they listen better than the T-ball kids, too, for the most part. Yeah. doesn't hurt that you have a loaded roster, too. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Really talented player. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. So, uh, man, uh, let's see. I'm so glad the Rangers beat the Astros, but I like the Astros, too. Too bad it was not the World Series where they should have met. Why didn't Major League Baseball put the Yankees in the National League East or the Cubs in the American League Central? Both Texas teams were good. Yeah, well, they're not going to put the Yankees in the National League or the Cubs in the American League. That I, I didn't. I liked the Astros better when they were in the National League, but I liked the Astros better when they had different players. There was an agreement there, right? When the Astros were sold, there was some between Major League Baseball and the Astros that said they said basically, yeah, we'll approve it. Mm-hmm. Am I remembering this correctly? We'll approve the sale, but you have to move to the National League. Yeah, that's exactly how that happened. Was that the sale to uh, Drayton McLean? I'm not sure. Okay. The The issue I have with that deal is the whole reason we have this problem is because the Brewers changed leagues. Because you wanted even numbers of teams in both mm-hmm. as opposed to odd number instead of equal in AL. And NL, yeah. so that for scheduling purposes, so the Brewers switched leagues, move them back. They were the ones that caused this problem that you're wanting to fix now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was there. I mean, help me out here. Was there a lot of outrage with the Astros moving leagues then? There was in Texas because you liked having one national team and one American League team at the time, mm-hmm. as opposed to two teams that are down the street from each other. Granted, it's I-45, but they're down the street from each other uh, competing in what would be the American League Championship Series instead of a World Series. You know, it's Jets-Giants, NFC-AFC. Yeah, I would have just imagined all the Texas fans at that point going when they said, hey, the Astros are going to move to the American League, and all the Texas fans said, what time do the Cowboys kick off? <laughs> I'd never really heard anybody complain about it until now. Um, I wonder who uh, I, w- I wonder who Nolan Ryan's going to root for. Uh, I'm going to guess the Rangers in the World Series. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, I mean he, he's got a really long career with the, the Diamondbacks and Phillies. Yeah, it's true. I think you're, I, I think you're saying that one series I was, late. Yeah, I'm saying that one series late. I'm sorry. I was I was trying to I was trying to look this up for you. 
<laughs> about the National League, and I, I, I still had the had that series on my <laughs> on my brain. That so somebody uh, better not text yeah. in and say, "Remember when you guys said yeah. you wondered which right. team Nolan Ryan let was me, rooting for?" Let me let me tell you who's going to root for. He's <laughs> he's going to root for um, Arkansas. He's going to root for. <laughs> That's who he's going to root for. Jeez. Going to root for the bases to be flat. I'm telling you, man. I'm there. When that happens, when that happens, you guys are really going to have to. Um, you say I was I was right. It's never going to happen. I will be happy to t- say it's right and take you to breakfast, lunch, and dinner all weekend long. Hmm. When it happens, because it's never going to happen. Hmm. This makes no sense. No sense at all. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.